0: To Fart House, where we watch the artsiest, falsiest films so that you can pretend that you did. I am one of your hosts, Casey O'Brien, and I'm joined by my other hosts, the Patrick Man, Patrick Mallon. Patrick,
1: how are you? Case, I'm doing pretty good. I got a little case of the sniffles uh, uh, and feeling a little tired from this little bug I got cooking around, but oh whenever am- I'm
0: sick, I'm always like net When I'm healthy again, I will never take
1: this for granted. <laughs> I was on a walk this afternoon and I was thinking the same thing. I will never, ever take for granted feeling good ever Every again. moment I'm healthy,
0: I'll say, I'm appreciating this. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then I feel good 24 hours later and I completely forget. <laughs> that Isn't that life?
0: It's like you're so miserable. And then when you're not miserable anymore, it doesn't actually feel like elation. It just feels like nothing. Right. Yeah. It's like life is like at best nothing. Isn't that sad?
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're like the ideal, like the ideal state is just like room temperature or like figuratively, literally everything. You just want to be that. Room temperature feeling. Well,
0: I'm sorry you're feeling sick.
1: Well, that's okay. I can't complain because I'm sure you're tired from some of your recent activities. Casey, there's up been to? some recent.
0: There's been some recent activities. I would say. <laughs> um, I would say the biggest activity is uh, we had a baby. <gasps> Congratulations, oh, Casey! Oh my God, my wife Trisha birthed a baby. Her name is Patience.
1: Is there a middle Her name? Birthday,
0: Patience Lee. O'Brien, left that my saint, my middle name, and uh, her yeah, and uh, she was born about a month ago, a little over a month ago, and uh, we have been just hanging out with that little bundle of joy for the last month, and uh, it's been great. She's awesome. She's really cool. She's a generally a happy little baby, and um, yeah, it's been really fun.
1: That's awesome. A kid. Case. Can you imagine and what a baby? This was the first time I was hearing about it. Was right now
0: oh, Patrick, I didn't mention I have a
1: child. How mad would you be at me if I didn't tell you until we recorded an episode? Would you be mad? Oh, I would be really
0: mad. <laughs> I would might you stop that.
1: Would, would you stop recording and like... Yeah.
0: Actually, I probably, I'd be like, we're ending the podcast. I would have an argument with you and record it for posterity, but
1: my and then God, that, would, that, would that would be, be that. crazy. Uh,
0: what but the... yeah, as you can imagine, that's kind of filled my time yeah. for the past month. What would Pretty you crazy. think of
1: uh, everyone on the Discord server showing up in person all at one time to bring that would be on... very scary? <laughs> I'm gonna that lead them all. I'm gonna really lead them all up to your house, and we're all gonna have little uh, offerings, like uh, the Magi and the the Bible. Uh, the
0: Magi, yes, very good. The you Discord know, I Magi. Have to... <laughs> everyone has been so kind and wonderful. Did you and, get my card, uh, in... by the way? yes thank you so much I always worry about the
1: USPS I know they're pretty good overall but still
0: yeah sometimes they're faulty sometimes they I think of that quote on Seinfeld where it's like (laughs) Newman is like grilling Jerry for some reason and he's like how can you say this mail got lost Jerry the post office rarely makes (laughs) rarely makes mistakes and Jerry goes define rarely (laughs) he goes frequently (laughs) (laughs) uh anyways and also uh fart house listener chelsea berglund thank you for texting and reaching out i never got back to you so sorry i if you're hearing this this is my way of saying thank you for the offer um uh, we don't need anything but thank you so much and uh i should have gotten back to you but there's just been too much craziness with this little little baby have you heard out. from anyone so, that
1: you were surprised to hear from That you're like no how this our neighbors have been
0: are not that many people. I mean, I haven't posted about it on socials yet. Oh yes. Uh, it's been slowly leaking out to the press, and but I our neighbors drip. have been so awesome. Uh, you know, I've, yeah, I don't, don't vote the neighbors
1: about, again. I was so jealous the last time.
0: They're amazing. <laughs> they're bringing us gifts. They're so kind and supportive. They're 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 great. I already started uh, a college
1: fund for her whole block is yeah, contributing that
0: would be that would be, that would be wonderful <laughs> i haven't even talked about all the cool neighbors our cool neighbor jenna she loves vanderpump rules she went to la <sighs> one time and went to sir and uh tom tom she's great and
1: Everyone's this is cool. someone you didn't know beforehand you met you met correct <sighs> <laughs> that, move to our block <laughs> I, know. A,
0: I think there's gonna be some open houses soon
1: all right well send me the Come listings on. and then we'll yeah uh, i will we'll, well you're famously right down the street so we'll just shoot up that's right, famously,
0: right the same street. <laughs> um, but you know, I I uh, so much is going on with the baby. But honestly, it's been hard for Trish and I to watch movies together. But feeding time with the baby, I'm just sitting there. Fe- I've been watching a fair amount of movies.
1: Oh, really? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I would so have imagined there easy. would have been a lot of like, I don't know, contorting and making sure right position. There is or... to
0: some degree, but like. It's made it pretty easy to watch films while I'm feeding, because she's just kind of zonked out. Yeah,
1: and I and suppose once she's in the best feeding position, you can just let her once, let yeah. her rip, and then... Yeah, exactly, let her rip. <laughs> That's
0: exactly right. No, but it's been great, and I have... Uh, it's about exactly... Yeah, it's been amazing. I don't know. It's been fun.
1: Cool. Um, well, welcome to father, Fatherhood. Tired. I, I say you. as if I am one, but I, I can still welcome you. Father Patrick welcoming <laughs> me to the... The
0: uh, Papa Clan, yeah. To the uh, It's uh, yeah. I'm. It's it's. It, I. It is odd to think of myself as like a dad.
1: Yeah. Do I you don't feel any different? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to think about our dads in that same position too. You yeah, know? exactly. That they probably yeah. had the same feeling where they were just they were just dudes existing. All of a sudden, yeah, we come exactly. along and they're dads, but they're kind of the same people.
0: Um. But yeah, love little patience and. uh Maybe in a few years she'll be on the podcast. Maybe she'll have her own little segment, a
1: little corner. There is uh, actually, I don't even want to tell you the gift because uh, I want it to be a surprise. But you got us a gift. Well, it's it's two or three years down the line. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> There's something I already know that I want to get. Patients. Oh, exciting! Yeah. very good. Yeah. Can't wait. So uh, something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. I have it on my calendar for uh, November first, twenty twenty seven. I don't know why November first huh, just seems appropriate. Love that.
0: Yeah, just a good demarcation before the holiday season gets yeah. underway. Well, Patrick,
1: well, congratulations again to you and you. Trisha. That's very exciting. Oh, very happy. This for is you something guys. I was going to say. Oh, I okay. invented
0: a cocktail.
1: Oh, fun! I don't think you're going to like it, uh,
0: but I invented a cocktail. Is it water
1: with half an ounce with, with a there quarter is water ounce water of bourbon? Involved, yes.
0: <laughs> it's called now. Get this, Patrick. It's called the Maternitini. <laughs> and I made it because. I wanted a I martini, but I didn't want to shake the shaker or like clank, you know, I didn't want, it couldn't be loud. Yes. There's a sleeping baby. Well, as baby. we've
1: discussed, you shouldn't be shaking your martinis anyways.
0: Oh, shut <laughs> up. That,
1: I, that is <laughs> blasting.
0: And, but like stirring it with like a bunch of ice too, that's loud. Yes. I just like, so okay. it's two ounces of gin, okay. half an ounce of dry vermouth, okay. an ounce of chilled water, Okay, and an ice cube. Oh, I love that. single cube. This is the fantastic. The mat-
1: the and, you know, garnish
0: as you will normally.
1: Did you hear, Again. have you heard, how many, you usually garnish with olives, right? No, I actually do pearl
0: onions and lemon more than an olive. I like olives. Okay. but I do those other ones more often.
1: Okay. Did you, have you heard that you're not supposed to garnish a martini with two olives or an even number of olives?
0: Oh, I've never heard that. But yeah,
1: it should it's be an conscious. odd, so it should be one or three or... In some freakish well, cases, five. Our
0: our friend Sean garnishes his martinis with something I find disgusting.
1: What? what and Sean... my,
0: my father was outraged.
1: Have I do I know this about Sean? What does he do? Cucumber. Oh, Sean. Sean. Oh no, Sean. Oh, Sean. That's like a uh...
0: And my dad was like, then that's not a martini. <laughs>
1: that is not a martini if it's if it's garnished
0: with a cucumber. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. That's really funny. Well, the mater- maternatini sounds fantastic. Maternatini. I Isn't that see- good? <laughs> it's great. I love it. I should get you a materni- do, do you What kind of glassware do you serve it in?
0: Well, it doesn't really... I'm not doing it up.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, you so you just, just do it in like a, a rocks glass, huh?
0: Yeah, like rocks glass is fine. But okay. it's like, you know, it's... You need to be quiet. You can't be clanging. I can't, like, even like a gin and tonic, there's too much ice going on. Right. You know, it's all clanging when I'm, but, you know. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, you're a very considerate father. You don't yes. want to be <laughs> jostling.
0: J- don't want to jostle. Absolutely
1: no jostling. <laughs> um,
0: Patrick, I want to get to the letterbox rundown. Oh, I also want to say this just to our listeners. Normally, we do an Oscars movie. Oh, yeah. An Oscars episode. It's just not possible with – I'm just like not able to leave the house and see these movies that are still in theaters. I believe Zone of Interest is actually streaming now, but uh, I just didn't have the – I couldn't get it together because <laughs> I have a child. Yeah, so it's
1: pretty understandable. We can tell, we'll
0: ta- I, I will cover the movies we've seen, maybe uh, the some of the Oscar ones in our Litterbox rundown, but we're not having a whole episode dedicated to the oscars yeah this
1: year. not this I'm year very sorry that's okay not this year i'm so. saying okay on behalf of the fans thank you <laughs> you're insulted too patrick <laughs> tell me
0: what have you watched
1: okay i must know so it's been well uh it, depending on the volume are we going to do some highlights here depending on the volume since brand upon the brine uh, yeah
0: i mean we recorded a little look on the inside we we recorded brand upon the brain episode a long time ago Oh my God. almost two months ago
1: holy shit we did Whoa. Yeah. So, uh, oh my God. I can't believe it's been that long.
0: Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, just do some highlights. Uh, I have kind of like oh a gosh. bundle of movies that I'm not going
1: to go into each of them. Oh my gosh. So. I have so many. This is kind of freakish since it's been so long. But yeah, uh, I may mention them all, but I won't dwell on much. Okay. Uh, Out of the Blue, directed by Dennis Hopper from 1980. Fantastic movie. It's with Linda Mann and good. Dennis Hopper. Uh, Ferrari, which I actually love. Did you like Ferrari? Did you see Ferrari? I haven't seen. Okay.
0: I have not seen. It. I was really bad with movies this year.
1: That's okay. Past general. Lives. Love Past Lives. Have you seen Past Lives?
0: Nope. It's on okay. the list. We are Okay, Trisha and I are just starting to get a system where we can actually watch movies together. Just because it was so chaotic for so long, we weren't able to sit down for that long. So, Yeah. There, you'll see there's a few popping into my list. But, okay.
1: Uh, um, noted, we will see it. Okay, cool. Noted, um, Fart Head and Listener uh, Jake uh, inspired me to do... It's one of these letterbox Director's Challenges. Uh, mm. It started off as like a five by five. Watch five movies from five different directors. Uh, it's, and it's five movies you've never seen by these five directors. Jake is doing a very extreme version. He's doing a, gosh, a ten by five, I think. Wow. He's doing no 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 20 by 5 he's doing 20 by 5 he's doing 20 different directors sounds like you're in and out order (laughs) does that make sense yeah 20 burgers and five buns (laughs) (laughs) because it's like
0: isn't that what they sue like a three by three or whatever yeah (laughs)
1: that's so gross (laughs) he's doing 20 by fives that's 100 movies i'm doing 10 by five and uh so, one that I started with was Nicholas Ray's Johnny Guitar.
0: Which I is haven't great.
1: seen it. Uh, it's on Criterion channel. Recommend fun. Millie DeCherico loves that movie. Oh, it's great. Oh, What's I up, think, Millie? isn't that some of Millie's uh, branding for her newsletter? Oh, I think so. I, I think, think her is. face is photoshopped on some of Johnny On Joan John Crawford's Guitar. face. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, Rewatch the Professional
0: Sweetheart. Everyone should uh, join uh, subscribe to her Substack. Yes.
1: Professional Sweetheart. Absolutely. Millie, Millie DeCherico. She's fantastic. a genius. She is a genius uh godzilla minus one. Oh, is it good i need to see it it's fun it's very good okay. uh slightly overhyped but very good all of us strangers Ooh. broke me like many other people broke were broken me. by it. i
0: do want to see that too
1: uh all that jazz which i absolutely loved Have 19- you seen it before no first time i was obsessed Woo! i'm becoming Woo! a Fosse head a foss head i love i
0: love uh yeah love, it's, it's love so Fosse.
1: good it's electric uh watch this movie mm-hmm. called choose me by alan rudolph watch. love
0: choose me uh, have
1: you seen a case wait i must yes. have known that i'm sure i looked at your, i think oh I yeah just, you I, it four I, and a half
0: yeah i really love that movie uh did you what i think it needs a restoration it looked like shit i the yeah, version i awful. saw anyway um it was like on the roku channel or something i thought it was great kind of an interesting weird movie it's very
1: know. weird I said, if there's a heaven, let it be exactly like Eve's Lounge, which is the bar wow. they all hang out in. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Saty- Satya Jit Rai's Pathar Panchali, first in the Apu trilogy. Never seen it. Alan Rudolph Songwriter, which is a great movie with Chris Christopherson and Willie Nelson. Watch the Japanese horror movie Cure. There's a
0: funny. Oh, that was on my list to watch this uh, October because it was playing at the Trilon. Didn't get it together. Didn't get my shit together. To it's very it good.
1: Uh, creepy, weird, uh, unsettling, uh, very compelling. And yeah, highly recommend. Uh, Breakdown 90s action movie with Kurt Russell. Um A Fire, this movie by Christian Petzold uh on Criterion Channel came out last year. In the heat of the night, watch for the first time. Never seen it. I'd never seen it. Uh can you hear that? No. But it's probably showing up in the recording, so our listeners
0: are getting the opportunity it to hear it. It
1: sounds going like on. Leah is drilling a hole. Hold on. Leah? Leah. <laughs> Leah? I
0: love uh, this. Again.
1: What was that? Uh, the blender. Leah was blending.
0: Oh, that's blending. I was worried she was doing some construction work.
1: <laughs> what? She was doing something with salad dressing. What case? Oh, okay. All right. Th- it's all done now? Yes,
0: it's all okay. done.
1: Okay. We love you very much. I'm very
0: sorry. Thank it's you, okay. Leah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: what did you say? <laughs> what did you oh, think it Oh, it doesn't was? matter. Oh. Uh, no, I think it does. I'll listen to it later. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs>
0: I said I was worried she was doing some construction work.
1: Oh, it did sound like construction work um the long goodbye robert altman's long goodbye which i had never seen somehow i like
0: that movie it's it, it, it's like uh, what a sloppy messy
1: movie
0: i mean i like it but it's just like i'm like what are we what are we doing i here? think if i had the most robert Altmany movie i think i've seen
1: yes i think if i hadn't prepared myself for that i would have been really disappointed in fact actually i started it maybe a year or two ago and fell asleep within twenty minutes because I was one hundred percent really underwhelmed. And then revisited. We still getting it.
0: cat food. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <that kind> of-
1: <laughs> yes. uh, watch this movie called Phoenix, also by Christian Petzold on Criterion Channel. My Bloody Valentine, the original from nineteen eighty one. I have been movie.
0: listening to My Bloody Valentine the band nonstop because it'll be like in the middle of the night and I like am tired and I but I like I want to be like. I don't know. I'm in the mood for like droning shoegaze. Yeah. So I've been listening to like, I honestly, My Bloody Valentine more than anything during this whole thing. Really? And I'll be, like, That's very three interesting. Three in the morning, and I'll be listening to. All their albums are incredible, and it's just like it kind of puts me to sleep. But it's like
1: I don't know. It's. Good. I love My Bloody. It's do so you good. put headphones I, on or do you listen? Yeah, to, okay. yeah. You're not blasting, it blasting it from blasting them. The stereo. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: be, they're they kind of becoming one of my favorite bands why can't bands patience all time. here
1: uh, well Casey is <laughs> why does she
0: have tinnitus
1: uh, uh, they shoot horses don't they which I had never haven't seen I haven't seen it I know it's supposed to be uh, I watched this fun little 2020 horror movie with um, our generation's horror queen I'm calling it now Rebecca Hall this movie called The Night House um, pretty oh good. I thought
0: that was just okay yeah it was
1: okay it was okay. Rebecca Hall. She did this
0: movie that upset me so much.
1: Which was it? The what one with it? Tim Roth or a different one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what
0: was that called? Resurrection. That was such. A, that was one of the most upsetting movies I've ever seen. It's, I don't know why. It just like got under my skin. Yeah. I Like was like ups, mad and like disgusted and ugh,
1: Yeah. God. It's a very like. I don't. I don't know if I would call it. I mean, it is disturbing, but like in. Different, like, yeah, I, I think the a, way you In a descri- way
0: I've never seen before. It's not like, like physically, like, oh, I have to turn away. It's just like, I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, I God, agree I with you.
1: It gets under your skin. It's it's uh, it's insidious. Yes. Uh, I watched Fat Girl, the 2001 French movie. Yes. Um, Catherine w- berle Yep, that's part of my director challenge. Catherine berle is on there. Um, I watched The Promised Land, which is this Danish uh, kind of, like, Basically, a Danish movie with Mads Mikkelsen takes place during like the, I think the 18th century, sometime in the 1700s. Okay. It's really good. It's kind of like a Western, even though it's more of like a mm. period piece about like nobility versus lowborn, like high class versus low class. Mm. Uh, uh, anyways, then I also watched for the first time Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. Oh, you never seen it. i never seen it. It's great. It's fun. Uh, saw Magnolia and 35 millimeter in theaters. Uh, Did
0: you? I just undiscovered, and this is how dumb I am. Why it's called Magnolia?
1: Uh, I feel like I read this recently, and I don't. Well, because the of Magnolia Boulevard. Yeah Magnolia, yeah. Boulevard. yeah, Magnolia um, Boulevard. Yeah. I
0: never put that together. I've been on Magnolia Boulevard hundreds of times. Oh really? I, I always just, felt like, a
1: little thrill when going on Magnolia Boulevard for that reason.
0: But I just didn't put it together, and I love Magnolia. I'm such
1: yeah. a dumbass. That's, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's okay. Be gentle with yourself, Case. Uh, watched this um, erotic thriller called Sea of Love with Al Pacino and Ellen Barkin on Criterion Channel, or excuse me, on Netflix, which I re-upped. Did I tell you this? I re-upped Netflix. Yeah, I saw your...
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyways. There's
0: nothing on there, but I was glad I had it to watch
1: Love is Blind. Oh. <laughs> Do we need to have a brief Love is Blind?
0: We may. Do we? Are you all caught up? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll up. Oh, yeah. We will. All okay. right. After the rundown. That. We, <laughs> after the Okay. I'm almost done. American fiction was fine. It was nothing yeah, special. The uh, and then lastly, Jennifer Lawrence movie, No Hard Feelings, uh, rom-com sort of thing. It was all right. Whatever. is
0: that. People like that movie.
1: Yeah. It was okay. It, was, it wasn't a waste of time. I, was, I laughed a few times. So.
0: Wasn't a waste
1: of time. Very good. So yeah, that's uh, a lot. Thanks for thanks for bearing yeah. with me as I run through it all.
0: Oh, that was good. I like that. We went on a good clip. Okay, so I, for my birthday, because it's been my birthday yeah. since the last time we recorded.
1: And how far apart are you and Patience? Three days? Two days? One day. One day. She wow. is the day before my birthday. Cool.
0: Isn't that wild? Uh, I got... Ingmar Bergman's entire filmography <gasps> from the Criterion Collection uh,
1: Blu-ray. Isn't it a beautiful set? Do you have it? Yeah. You dumb fuck. I we, didn't know that. Remember we talked about it because it has the cool, like, it's curated. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember talking about this, but when I we discovered did, um, it anew.
0: When we did Fanny and Alexander. Man, I don't remember
1: that. No, that's I'm okay. Sorry,
0: but I'm watching all those movies in order because they do it uh, in like a film festival, yeah, in a way that's not just like it's it's much easier than going from like his oldest to his late. You know, it's like curated.
1: Yes, I love so that. So I'm
0: going in order. So I've seen like the first five of it, the movies in there, oh which include Smiles of a Summer Night, Crisis, A Ship Bound for India, Wild Strawberries. I guess that's it. Four.
1: I think that's four. And which of those uh, four was your fave?
0: Well, I'd seen wild strawberries before, so I would say Smiles of a Summer of Night. I really enjoyed that. Cool. Uh, Crisis and A Shipbound for India are very early it Bergman, okay. but uh, they're still enjoyable. They weren't bad. I didn't think they were bad.
1: Were they uh, s- tough to get through?
0: No, not really. They're like more like like Crisis is like cute. It's hard hmm. to describe. It was it was fun. Like they weren't they were well made okay. and like interesting, but cool. just not. What you'd come to expect from an Ingmar Bergman film, right? Um, then I watched Maestro. You oh, seen yeah. Maestro! I,
1: that is the last Best Picture nominee I have to see. I've seen all of their nine. Picks, I but think not you're Maestro. gonna
0: hate it. I loved it. It's so Manuel outrageous. Hated it. I had such. Well, he's a music man. <laughs> I I can't really speak to the validity of the music being represented in the movie, but it's like such an over the top
1: actor (laughs)
0: it reminds me of a movie that came out in like the 70s you know where it's like
1: like, 70s movies
0: but it's like it's such a ego trip for bradley cooper it's like clearly he thinks he's like a god he it's like he sees himself sort of as leonard bernstein i had a long conversation with tom myers about it does he like
1: it or not like it yeah we both like okay
0: it's fascinating it's like a fascinating movie
1: what was what did you and tom have to say
0: Oh, just exactly what I was saying. It's just, like, really over the top that um, Bradley Cooper clearly thinks he's, like, a a genius and this is, like, about him in a way. Um,
1: Did you see the video of him crying to Leonard Bernstein's kids about how much he missed them? I missed Leonard Bernstein. Yes,
0: that was insane. But that, like, makes... That tracks with this movie. (laughs) It's just... It's, like... It's so... Theater kitty, and it's just like I don't know. It's I I loved it. I think it's like a big swing. Okay. It's a big swing. Oh, like and I big swings. appreciate that. I appreciated that. Um then I saw Anatomy of a Fall, which you've seen. yes It was good. I really liked Anatomy of a Fall Excellent. a lot. Uh then I watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I'm gonna say this right now. I know that is a problematic movie. It's my favorite Indiana Jones. It's, I love it. I think, I think, I think it might be my so favorite good.
1: too. M- Partially as a function, it's the first one I saw, uh, but I love it. It was
0: the first one I saw, too, but it's also the most... Ex- it's more exciting than Raiders of the Lost Ark. And the opening sequence is so good. So good. <clears throat> that And um, the cave sequence, it's so exciting. Yeah. I don't know. It's like such an adventure, and it's so epic. Yeah. It's just wild. So I It love, is I
1: love uh, offensive and problematic in many ways, but a uh, very he- entertaining, thrilling movie.
0: Um. Then I I had, you know, there's a lot of Starship Troopers discourse for some reason. Oh, yeah. Again, people misreading the movie. (laughs) I saw
1: this.
0: (laughs) I think some right-wing guy was like, this is a parody of conservatism. And it's like, no, it's not. It's It's a movie as if, it's a movie about fascism, like, as if made by fascists. Right, yes. Like, and so if you think it's about conservatism, you're kind of telling on yourself. Right, exactly. And uh yeah people just i think that's the mo- one of the most i think it's arguably one of the most misunderstood movies of all time oh it has like, to be
1: especially and, one of the like of big budget movies like or of studio and pictures honestly
0: it's so funny it clearly got snuck past the studios like they did not get what he was doing i don't know it's just a fascinating experiment in a way yeah. and it's so good it's i watched so it again good. i was like I was like, this is such a good movie.
1: I love it. I don't know. Starship I love Rivers. that movie so much. I've
0: seen it probably like 15 times.
1: Wait, seriously? You've seen it that many times? I've seen it so many times. It's so good. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know you I mean, I knew you liked it, but I didn't know you loved it. That I
0: love <laughs> it. Uh then we watched The Holdovers, which I
1: loved. Great I movie. Loved my, so The Holdovers. Uh I don't know if uh all of my cousins and brothers still listen to this. Uh I think they do. I don't know, but they give me shit because I gave the holdovers three and a half out of five stars on Letterbox. And if you do read my Letterboxd review, it makes it kind of it's it reads kind of like a negative review. But I really did like the movie. It just wasn't like I I just didn't think it was amazing. But oh, they loved. I thought it was amazing. Oh it really. Blew- blew
0: me away i was like my hair was blown back i just thought the really script was so
1: it. like fine it was like a like just a fine no
0: i just i disagree i my hair blown back i don't know what else to say <laughs> i loved
1: it i thought it was so good i was so moved i was a little moved i just to me it felt like i was a little moved <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, it was nudged by it it's about it What's it What's that,
0: another Seinfeld quote where George Costanza is getting a massage from a man and he's like, I think it moved. <laughs>
1: you remember that? Yes. Uh, anyways, okay, sorry. Uh, I like the uh, holdovers, for the record. I just didn't love it. That was but it. I'm that was I'm glad you were blown. One. Your hair was blown That was my back. last one. Okay. That's a great run, especially for just having Pretty a kid. Good.
0: Pretty good. And we watched the movie... We saw today the devils as I was feeding my daughter <laughs> food. I'm like watching the devils. Um, okay. Quick five minutes on love is blind. Patrick.
1: Okay.
0: What are your thoughts? Who are your faves?
1: Well, the first hate? question I have for you is, do you think this is the best season? It might be. Really? Everyone, every my we have a thread with all my brothers and my cousins and all the significant others they all contend this is the best season. I don't think. I think it's a good season. I don't think it's the best. I don't see how I you. I don't talk. know if
0: I can say it's the best, but I mean, I, I, if you said it was the best, I wouldn't say it's outrageous. Okay. I think it's it's it's. <laughs> 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 they have such knuckleheads on this
1: season. <laughs> you know, I do. I genuinely like with the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Um, they all those contestants are so polished, and they're so. Um, careful with everything they say and they come off as like so manicured, you know? And, uh,
0: that's the beauty of this show. It's the opposite. Yeah, I'm like, these
1: people are just buffoons. <laughs>
0: But that is like the purity but, of like that, that happens with a lot of reality TV shows, like in their first couple seasons where people don't realize what they're supposed to be doing and yeah. they just are exposed. And I'm like, I cannot believe these people are saying these things or doing these things.
1: <laughs> and I don't need to be hypercritical of them because you know, things can be produced and edited in, in such a way that can make anyone look awful. But my Yeah, god. but they're still
0: saying that stuff.
1: Uh, so my I mean, fave uh oh god. I mean, they're all awful. I don't
0: really like any. I mean, the biggest thing is that Chelsea said she looked like Megan Fox, which I feel sort of bad for her for that. And I really liked when that other woman, I think her name is Jess, said to Jimmy, she's like, you're going to choke. You're going to need your fucking EpiPen (laughs) when you see what you're missing out on. And you know what? Frankly, she's right. She's so hot. And so much hotter than Chelsea. I (laughs) I
1: know.
0: But she seems awful, too. I don't know. It just makes... And like I feel so bad for Chelsea because she's obviously like...
1: Oh, she's like one of the most uh, insecure people we've seen in reality television. Yeah, but I
0: I could see how you would be that way. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just... My heart kind of goes out to her. I feel bad I mean I shouldn't I feel bad saying that Jess is like so much hotter than her but like the comparison true. is I going mean... to be made because Jimmy was choosing between the two and he didn't know what they looked like and I think he did go after Chelsea because he was like oh she kind of looks like Megan Fine <laughs> like I think that was like what he was thinking
1: I'm sure it factored in I mean I wonder if uh, Jess also had the kid which he said didn't really bother him but oh that was such a that was cl- he cl- it clearly
0: didn't pick her because she had a kid <laughs> yeah. He changed instantly. <laughs> he could not have reacted worse to that. It was bad. I mean, he was like, "What? Uh, that's not like." I he he were he reacted so badly. He's like, "Why didn't you tell me before?" That was like the first thing he said. And It's like, can't you just like, she should have mentioned it
1: earlier? But dude, like... yeah, I
0: I think she should have. But like, if that's like the one of the first things you say, that's not good. I know. And I feel like, so are you completely caught up? Did yeah, I ask you that? completely caught so, up. So there's yeah. a lot of, uh, a lot of these couples are meeting each other's parents and all, it seems like every <laughs> time that happens, one of the people brings up all of their, grievances against their partner in front of the parents and the parents are like oh yeah maybe you guys should work on this and I'm like what are you doing you're like trying to impress these people and that one woman I think her name's Laura Laura, who's like his fucking Hawaiian shirts I hate his fucking Hawaiian shirts and his parents her parents and her sister were like Hey, relax about the Hawaiian shirts. That just shows he has personality. And she's like, no, I like, I like, hate. you know, yeah. I'm particular and I hate them. Remember, and she's like, like dad, dad you know how
1: the term ick, you know how I have my icks? Well, what am I, <laughs> my top five icks about Johnny or whatever? What's it? Jeremy? Jeremy. Jeremy. His name There's weird. Jeremy, Johnny and Jimmy.
0: I know, it's so <laughs> confounding. Oh, and okay. I'm moving fast because I don't want to talk about this too long. Yeah, yeah, but we'll the guy, me. I think his name is oh, Kenneth I'm, or but, Clay? Th- not clay is it kenneth the middle school principal yeah that's kenneth when he was on his fucking phone <laughs> when they're like breaking up and and i'm like is he joking and he's like she like asking questions and he's like huh and he doesn't even respond he doesn't even hear her and he's like i'm so glad i have my device back and then he like looks up his phone he's like yeah, this ain't going to work. And he like, walks out of the room and you hear him on the phone with somebody. It's like, hey, can you come pick me up? I was like, is this real? Like this? It feels like a parody. It was
1: outrageous.
0: She's like weeping.
1: That was crazy. That was so bizarre. And then, uh, again, this is the big spoiler for people that aren't caught up, but we do have to talk about the, the big uh, cliffhanger for the next episode is Jeremy uh, was also in a sort of love triangle with Laura, who is completely icked out by him, and this other woman and like hates him, <laughs> hates him. And this other woman who is clearly pro life or anti choice. And, and a She's Trumper. like, I'm a patriot. Yeah, I'm, she, I'm conservative. I'm conservative. Which, if some, like usually, if someone says I'm like moderate, you should run away. And then if someone is well, proudly, and declared, I think
0: he is. I think that's the reason he didn't pick her because it seems like. They had mentioned they're, like, both pro-LGBTQ+. plus. They're both, like, pro-choice. And so, like, to have hang-ups about this, like, Trumper woman, I, that was outrageous. And apparently, after the fight about the Hawaiian shirts, he went and had drinks with her, I guess, and was out till 5 in the morning. Yep. And he was like, I was in the parking lot talking to her in the 5 in the morning. And then
1: Laura was like, you had your location on. You were at her apartment. Yeah. And it's was like, dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Do you think they were just talking, or no? No. You think he did bet- have sex with Sarah Ann? His Trump count. His is that her name, Sarah Ann? Tr- Sarah Ann. I Ann, think
0: yeah. they didn't have sex just because that's like such a that's like cheating to the max. But I yeah. bet they made out.
1: You think so? Yeah i can't like i know people drink and do stupid things but like that is like you're literally on this fucking tv show dude like how do you that's
0: why it's so incredible that's why this is like that, and it's do you so remember funny. when it
1: cuts to the scene his sunglasses he's wearing his sunglasses inside yes and he's hugging a pillow, <laughs> he's hugging a pillow. <sighs> forgot about that my God. Oh, it's
0: so good! It's—I mean, honestly, it's shot to the top of my favorite reality TV shows. Right
1: Same. Now. I can't. There's oh. nothing else even holds a candle to it. I mean, it's Vanderpump so Rules last good. season was incredible. This season is—we touched on it before recording. But the, but... It was
0: more incredible just because of the controversy. It wasn't like necessarily like episode to episode a great season. Right, right, I feel like yeah. I feel like the show is set up in a way that's good because you don't get anything like if you don't play the game that they want you to play, you look bad. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. unlike the bachelor, you can kind of just be there and like <laughs> sort, date the person. But like that's sort of secondary, if you want to become like an influencer or whatever. Right. Uh, but there's no advantage to just like being on the show and <laughs> you look so bad. Yeah. And know, everyone that, that like,
1: has like been on the show is like kind of like, <laughs> cause the show, I mean, they, they cast conventionally attractive people, but they're like, Not in like bachelor bachelorette tier, you know. So like,
0: no, they're like regular
1: people. They're kind of more regular people, so like they can get some influencer deals, but not like the kind that the bachelor bachelorette. (laughs) Uh, I'm
0: kind of disappointed because they were doing casting in like several cities across the country, and it was like a mystery where they were going to film. And one of the cities, season or the next one, this current season. Okay, it was like Charlotte uh somewhere else and minneapolis oh my god And so i was hoping we were hoping when the season came out that it was going to be minneapolis oh, but be it was chilling. so
1: great so well hopefully yeah. there's a future minneapolis episode i hope so too
0: that would be great
1: there was an austin uh, one i think i can't yeah remember. there was yeah there
0: was one of the earlier seasons yeah um anyway well, patrick we got we have to move on yeah, sorry about we have that, to move that was on important. i'm so sorry i could talk for hours about this <laughs> Oh, but we have to get Ron to the rest of the show.
1: Yes.
0: Okay, this is Fart House. We watch the artsiest fartiest film so that you can pretend that you did, which is why we're talking about. This is a big one, I would say, in terms of like artsy fartsiness and esteem.
1: Agreed. Would you say? Yes.
0: We are watching Ken Russell's The Devils. The Devils.
1: The Devils. What, ah. what Seinfeld episode is that?
0: That's the, is that the New Jersey Devils? <laughs> the face paint. One? The face paint episode, yes.
1: <laughs> when Buddy stops the car, <laughs> he shots, ah. he gives the, ah, the devils, the devils. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is amazing that, that there was a, there's a professional sports team called the devils. I know that New Jersey has the history of with the New Jersey devil as like folklore, but like, I'm surprised that like Christians didn't. Bring yeah, that is kind of wild there.
1: actually in retrospect.
0: I like it. I think it's a cool name. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. Patrick. Yes. Do you own this movie and have you seen it before?
1: Yes, I do own a uh, bootleg DVD copy. I got off eBay some number of years ago and I have seen it before. This was my second watch. Uh, So the copy that you own, can you speak to the different versions of this movie, please? A little bit because it's extremely complicated. Um, There's many different versions circling out there. There are two like... So, certain scenes... Like, this was a very controversial movie when it was released. Uh, there's a lot of graphic imagery and disturbing thematic material. released. And, um... Do you think you can hear that when I sniff back over behind me? No. Okay. It's fine. Good. <laughs> it's fine. I get the sniffles. So... Um, a lot of what they did was like they quote unquote softened the edges of certain scenes, but there are two sequences that are like omitted entirely, which is the infamous rape of Christ sequence where all these, which we
0: watch this, the the version that has that in
1: it. Yes. We watched the version that had that in it. So there, there was one that was released in the UK um, initially that I don't, Oh gosh, I think it's so confusing, but there, the UK one had some stuff cut out. The US one was of course the most censored, um, and then there's, we watched a version that has been kind of cobbled together from various sources. So you can very clearly tell when you watch the movie, which scenes were not in the original, um, it was release. just that
0: one scene. I felt like,
1: uh, there's a one other scene towards the end when, um, sister Jean Anne kind of masturbates with the femur of, Oh uh, yes, 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 yes. Of Grandier, um, that one as well. So those are like the two scenes that were excised, and so supposedly Warner Brothers has this footage, and supposedly Criterion Collection has tried to purchase um, the rights to the film to like give it a proper release in its original format or as Ken Russell envisioned, but for whatever reason Warner Brothers has no interest in doing so. I don't know if that's they're too bu-
0: they're too busy being evil.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so they, I guess they think this is like low-hanging fruit to not stir up anything by not releasing it. But I feel like in 2024, there's a lot of other things to get, (laughs) to get into a tizzy about.
0: Yes, yes. Well, just a quick synopsis about this. This is a basic, this is apparently a true story to some degree. Uh, It's in 17th century France, and there is a city called Loudon, and this priest has gained like complete control of the city and he's like super popular and everybody all the women want
1: to so hot him
0: he's the hottest man like drives the women insane and they come to
1: confession just so they can see this yeah priest
0: and he is having sex with some of the women. So I think there's an enticing quality to that that maybe they could have sex with him. Right. But he is like in charge of the city and it's a fortified city. It's like walled in and they want to keep it that way to like keep people out. But, you know, the Catholic Church has a lot of influence in France and this Cardinal Richelieu wants to bring down the walls and demolish the city so that they're so he can have I guess complete control over the
1: country. Yeah, because uh, Grandier was kind of a slightly, he's a Jesuit priest. or comes from Jesuit. And they're back crazy. Home. Yeah. I went to a Jesuit college. But and they're, they're also known as like progressive. the wild
0: ones. More progressive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so he was like more okay with there being Protestants in the city, whereas the Cardinal is like, no, no, no. This is a Catholic country.
0: <laughs> so the Cardinal's like trying to do whatever he can to like take down. Grandier, and this one nun, Sister Jean Desange, who's a hunchback nun who doesn't even know Grandier, but she sees him, and she's like, I want to fuck him, and I can't have him, and it's driving me wild. And as a result, she lies and says that the devil is within Grandier, and put the devil in her, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that gives the Cardinal and his clan enough to work with to basically get the ball rolling to kill Grandier and execute him. And part of that process is turning all the nuns in a convent uh, who are sexually obsessed with Grandier, like kind of letting them off the leash, and they go and... (laughs) (laughs) And they... They like sister Jean claims that Grandier bewitched her and all the other nuns did the same. And the nuns are like, yeah, let's they're like coaxed into going insane. And they're like naked running around <laughs> and they basically, that gives them enough, you know, reason to kill Grandier and kill, like destroy the city.
1: Yeah. And, and it. hence the, uh, the famous, uh, Rape of Christ sequence where all these horny nuns take down a statue of Jesus and just start humping it.
0: Humping it, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which who and among us really has going not done nuts. that? I
0: was worried someone was going to get hurt. They're really flying all over the place, <laughs> I, I felt like. Completely nude. It must have been kind of fun. They were just like screaming and running around naked. It seemed like kind of fun. Uh, Patrick, what were your conceptions of this movie prior to seeing it? And then did it, anything surprise you when you watched it?
1: Very good question, Case. Um, I don't know if I've... I can't remember if I told you this, but um, I had tickets to go see this. Uh, I've probably told you this at some point, maybe even close to when we first met. Uh, I had tickets to go see this movie at the Arrow Theater in Santa Monica. One of the
0: greatest, if not the greatest theater in Los Angeles.
1: Fantastic theater. And it was a Ken Russell in-person. I'd never seen the movie, but Ken Russell was going to be there in person, sold out screening, and i was going to go with mitch and my friend mitch and uh, it happened to be my very first shift in intelligentsia. i had purchased the tickets <gasps> before i had gotten the job and i was like i can't i can't miss mitch if friend.
0: you had gone to that movie you and i may have never met
1: i, I know would have been fired right off right sliding off the bat sliding
0: doors situation you
1: no know. so i missed that screening and i had heard you know things from mitch and um from, if you remember Alex, my ex at the time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you'll recall. Uh, anyways, so in my mind, this movie, I think... I anticipated it to be a little bit... I mean, it's a, it's obviously a very dark, bleak movie, but... I don't know. It's not as, like, quite as disgusting or as... It, not quite as violent, I think, as I thought about in my mind. It's And it's kind of... Um, it's more political too than I I would have expected. Yeah. It seems to kind of have a lot to say in a, not in an overt way, but not really in a subtle way either. So it was like a more, Well,
0: Ken Russell said this, he considers this his political film. He doesn't consider himself a political filmmaker, but he's like, this is my political film.
1: Yeah, and that makes sense. Like, this is very much like, there's definitely like a lot to say, like primarily through Oliver Reed's character of Grandier. Um, I also, did you um, recognize Oliver Reed from Gladiator?
0: Uh, No, that wasn't what I, I knew Oliver Reed from
1: The Brood. Oh, I forgot he's in The Brood. Oh, how did I forget that? And
0: also he's in Ken Russell's Tommy, which was a movie I used to watch as a kid, which is weird to think about. Tommy. Wow. It's a boy, Mrs. Walker, it's a boy. It's a boy, Mrs. Walker, it's a boy. Did you ever see Tommy? I did. Or listen to The Who?
1: Yes. I never saw that movie as a kid. I saw it recently when I was going through many of Ken Russell's movies. I also saw uh, List Listomania, which is like yeah. Tommy on steroids. It's like absolutely oh. fucking bonkers and wow. way more sexually graphic. Cra- Tyrion
0: collection, I
1: think. Not in the collection. It might be on the channel. Uh, it's called Lis- Listomania.
0: I'm sorry. I'm conflating that with Quadrophenia.
1: Uh okay. Yes, Quadrophenia is the Who. Listomania is about the the composer Franz Liszt. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I shouldn't have really probably been allowed to. See yeah.
1: Tommy I'm kind of. It's. But a I was pretty... really
0: into the Who when I was like in fourth grade
1: for some reason. You were. Yeah,
0: my older cousin Kit liked The Who, and I was really into Baba O'Reilly and Who's Next and Tommy.
1: Do you? How many times do you think? Like, do you remember the movie? I've only seen the movie once. I really liked it, but it's kind of a like so much bizarre stuff happens.
0: But I watched it a few times as a kid. Do you still like The Who? I wouldn't say they're like. Even in my list of band, like favorite bands, yeah, I can't remember the last I time like I put them. on a
1: Who record. I have like six of their records, but I can't remember the last time I put one on.
0: I used to be much more into classic rock. I'm not into classic rock at all. I never listen to Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd anymore.
1: The only band that I'll listen to, like classic rock wise now anymore, is pretty much Led Zeppelin. I'll put them on every once in a while.
0: I'll listen to the Rolling Stones. Oh yeah, and Rolling Stones consider them classic rock. But anyways, that's how I knew Oliver Reed who's Do you think he's awesome. handsome?
1: Yeah, he's got a he's got a way about him. Yeah, I think he ha- he has and this his voice. Such- the voice. Yeah, the voice is incredible. And his hair and his mustache. People were saying that he
0: should have been James Bond.
1: Oh my god. I think he would be like He seems like too um I don't know, too like rough. Kind of. He's too drunk. Yeah, he's too drunk. He's not suave. I mean, he's very suave, but he's not like a... He's suave. I think he's suave, but I don't think he could... Like, would you call him classy? So Like, James Bond is like a... Yeah, he is
0: kind of classy. You think so? I I feel like he seems...
1: He's he's definitely suave, and he has like an unmatched charisma, but there's something about him that's a little bit spikier, thornier.
0: It's good casting to make it like... All like all the women were like obsessed, like incensed by him. Yeah, and it, it was good casting. It was like I can see why. And it is like, kind like, of infectious got that-
1: too. Like the, the all the it was great direction and great performances because like you kind of want to be in on it with the women in the movie. You're like, oh, yeah, I can-
0: like, ah! <laughs> like, it's, Wait, this so this came out? Did this come out before The Exorcist?
1: Yeah, because Exorcist I think was seventy two or 73. Because they're doing
0: like exorcism stuff that almost seems like a parody of. The Exorcist.
1: Yeah, but it was before. But it's before. Yeah.
0: So that's really interesting. I, okay, to answer the question I asked you, I was kind of thinking, oh, this is going to be like sallow or like. Yeah, that's a a good
1: way of describing what I thought.
0: Or like, I thought it was going to be like maybe like Cannibal Holocaust or even a movie like Short Bus, um, which are more like wild and like really like you're like, stuff happens in it where you're like, whoa. And it's almost not about the plot; it's more about like the vibe yeah. of the movie. But that's not—I don't—that's not this movie. I'm like, this movie has a plot. It's and pretty it, like, narratively driven, forward, and it's narratively driven. And like, kind of, kind of crazy stuff happens, but it happens within the narrative. It's like that. There's a reason that happens. Yeah. You know. It's kind of like when I saw Old Boy because people were like, "This movie's fucking crazy," yeah. but I was like, "Okay, but like, it all—that's the plot of it. It's not like a gross-out fest just for the sake of it. You right. know what I mean?" So, yeah. like, I was like pleasantly—I was kind of like—I thought this. I did not like watching Sallow, and I thought this was gonna because this is always on the same list.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And it's not like that. It's like I—I I don't want to say this, but it's like it's a real
1: movie yeah. as opposed to like. <laughs> Sallow, you know, yeah, like Does you, that could, make you sense? could, yeah. You, could, I mean, when Ken Russell was understandably very upset when the U.S. cut was released and said it completely destroyed the soul of his movie, which very well may be true, but I think even still, um, I think it's a fine, good movie, you know, even in yeah. its sanded down state, you know, like I think it could still appeal to a lot of people because it's like we we're saying, it's an interesting story it's a really compelling story to think about this kind of rogue priest who is kind of like uh morally ambiguous and operates in this kind of gray area but but ultimately it seems to kind of stand up for what's right and is kind of taken down by this big political religious machine of the cardinal and the king of france and and
0: the the um i have not actually seen any of his movies but the set designer is a very famous filmmaker, Derek Jarman.
1: Yes, I read that for the first time today.
0: And I haven't seen any of his movies. He's he's a big, but he's like a very important filmmaker. And like people, they had a huge criterion thing of him. Yes. Of his movies recently. And I need to get into it. I know Alonzo Duralde, the film critic who I've worked with, loves him. And um,
1: we should definitely do I, a Jer- Derek Jarman movie at some point.
0: Yeah. I de- oh, yeah. We de- actually, we definitely should um but the sets are incredible like i was like i was like this movie looks like no movie i've seen before or like it just it looks so it's almost like stanley Kub- yes. kubrickian like it's just so good and he was only like 29 or 28 when he did this so it's like wild. i don't know that was pretty cool i thought
1: it looks incredible yeah it looks like um yeah kubrick and then a little bit of Hodowarski too but a little bit more yeah, totally, a totally. little bit more polished and uh, manicured kind of has a negative connotation, but a, a little bit more coherent, I guess. I would say. Yeah.
0: Um. So really, really an interesting, a great movie. I really loved. Like it was like a joy to watch this movie, and I was sort of dread, like dreading it. Yeah. You know. Um. And you know, to say like being it being a political movie, it was like getting me mad in the way that I'm like. I get mad about, like, people in power manipulating the system to pulverize the everyman. Yeah. You know, it's like, I was like, it was getting me pissed off. Yeah. You know, and I thought it was effective.
1: It's um kind of analogous. I mentioned that one of the movies I did in the Letterboxd rundown was this Mads Mikkelsen movie called The Promised Land. And the premise is basically in Denmark during, like, the mid-1700s, there was this area of... Uh, the country that was thought to be like like impossible to cultivate and thus nearly impossible to settle, just because like nothing would grow there. And then Mads Mikkelsen plays this like army captain who comes, who's a bastard, and so he comes from very humble beginnings, and he's convinced he can grow crops on this land. And if you grow crops on this land, you can get a noble title. And then it turns out there's already this nobleman who owns land nearby who doesn't want anyone encroaching upon his land. And it's kind of like about him deploying his resources of the state and as like a rich noble person to like crush the, you know, the man's Mickelson's of the world, Mm -hmm. the people that don't have, you know, that aren't born to wealth and prestige. And uh, yeah, this movie very much has those same sorts of themes and that same sort of like feeling of uh, indignation.
0: Yeah, do you feel like there's I feel like there's like a very specific type of genre of movie and I think it becomes from like hippie culture where it's like set in the olden days but people are dressed like modern hippies? <laughs>
1: are you going to talk like, about the uh the guy who was like the witch hunt, the priest that was like the witch hunter. Who yeah, looked father, Like he was straight out of uh, uh, father
0: bar or something.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Father bar. I think his name Who looked like yes. he was
1: straight out of Andy Warhol's factory.
0: Yes. And I mean, but there's a lot of people that were like dressed in very modern garb, but like set in the old It reminded me of like Jesus Christ superstar or like a uh, God spell or like there's other ones that are like this where it's like set in, Antiquity, but it's like very
1: modern. I wonder like, how much of that was science. a conscious choice and how much of that was just like everyone is just kind of stoned and vibing. And it's like, well, you know, just come to set how you are, and we'll we'll put you well, in a like, costume. Even but that's Oliver the most we're going to do. He's got like this shaggy haircut I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you don't think Grandier looked looked like that? <laughs> I mean, who I'm just knows, guessing <laughs> he didn't, but maybe
0: that was historically accurate. I don't know, but I just thought that was kind of funny. It kind of like it's like very of that time
1: yeah i also Uh, loved the haircut there was also this other priest uh this famous character actor who folks would probably recognize named murray melvin yes he Uh, was fantastic you know that character
0: that that character's supposed to be like 80 years old but they were like "Eh, just cast him even though he's like 27 but he like i'm like it works it works yeah it's like he's such a like little needle dick like he's just like perfect for that
1: that role do you remember him from barry linden he plays uh i'm trying to remember who he plays in Barry oh, no linden. but it makes it's sense a similar anymore. vibe he's just got just got this needle dick energy like he said. his hair his haircut seems very apropos for the time it's like yeah but you know i feel like i've seen guys cut. now
0: with a haircut not unlike that the simple jack haircut yeah. <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> exactly i know that is kind of like... i've seen
0: a few guys on like love island that have had that haircut i think <laughs> oh that's um, really funny no but i just thought it was like it was such a bright exciting it had like a it had an such an energy to it you know and it yeah. was so thrilling to watch and it was like You know, you see all these lists online. It's like, these are the most fucked up movies. (laughs) These are all the X-rated movies. And it's always like Cannibal Holocaust, Sallow, the Devils. What are other movies like on that
1: list? Each? Oh gosh. Faces of Death
0: will be on there.
1: Um I mean, some people will include Clockwork Orange, but it's not quite on that level. Um Martyrs. Martyrs. I've never seen that movie, yeah. but that's There's on. There's this there. French movie called Man Bites Dog that sometimes yes, that's sometimes on there. A, that's
0: always on there too. But it's like it, it's such a huge difference between those like horrific violent movies and this yeah movie like this is not this has like an artist like kind touch to yeah. it.
1: And, I, and uh ken russell too has like a um he his movies are like typically are very like colorful too you know they're very yes. vibrant very colorful and i think that like the color palette of the movie goes a long way towards like mitigating the bleakness of and it's not yeah. not that it's like like inconsistent, you know, it's not where you're like, this feels weird, but it definitely like provides some sort of like buoyancy. There's to, a
0: sense of humor. Yeah. To there's a, lot a of sense of humor st- to it as like, well. I love, love layer of the white worm.
1: Love and layer of the You can see worm.
0: how this is the same filmmaker. Oh yeah. There's like a brightness to both of those movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? And they're both like, you know, weird and fucked up and dark and cover some disturbing subject matter and go to some, really creepy places but yeah there's this uh, <laughs> this sense of the theatrical yes that uh is unmistakably ken russell i love his movies i love him i think he's. i great. need to see more he has some absolute duds but he he was oh fairly, really? yeah he was fairly prolific though every time i think i've gotten yeah. like a good handle on his filmography i'll dig in deeper and see i'm missing so many so many blind spots
0: see now that i've i i feel like i've been taking like i love getting like a director's like almost entire filmography box set. Oh yeah. I hoard, I was saying this to Trisha. I'm like, I'm trying to, I want to start hoarding physical media in the way that like crazy conservatives are trying to hoard guns. Cause I feel like the (laughs) government or like big business are going to like take away all of streaming where like nothing will be available. Yeah. And like, I just, I need to have the movies. I worry about that
1: too. I absolutely. That's why I I was thinking. It's
0: to have that concern oh, 10%. these libraries are just like being extinguished yeah. you know and it's like oh there's i can't watch so many movies
1: yep uh, especially with but, the, like the biggest companies like disney like they're even refusing to release certain movies on physical media and they have their whole stupid disney vault bullshit you know where, well, it's yeah in and they're the vault. really
0: litigious with like you like if you have like um Oh, what's that called? Like a theater where that like shows old movies.
1: Oh, second not. run. Yeah.
0: Not a second oh. run, but like, uh, you know, like uh, God, the new Beverly, like that time, of, you know, where they're just showing random old movies. Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't think of that, but they like, Disney will not let those places ever like screen. Like they couldn't just be like, I want to screen snow white. Yeah. Like, you can't, Yeah,
1: you can't like, they're
0: really strict about that. And they've like sued places for like showing movies of their you know it's yeah
1: like, so even like the smallest little infraction they'll, they'll ferret it out and they'll nuke you they'll nuke you <laughs> fucking Disney oh
0: man. god well Patrick anything else about this movie that you want to cover
1: the last thing that I do want to cover is you know when I read about these contemporaneous controversies for these kinds of movies like The Last Temptation of Christ and The Devils and these sort of up in arms like religious things like i i just i was thinking about it today reflecting on the movie i can't get really you were sitting
0: headspace. were you sitting in a chair looking out a <laughs> no, window? i was
1: walking i was walking okay. and what was oh when i was walking about how excited i'll be when i feel better and how i, I won't take yes. it for granted the thought i had preceding that yes uh was i don't understand how like these how people get so worked up about this kind of stuff i mean we see it today in various permutations not as much about at least not as much from the catholics but uh it's just so wild to me can you can you see why i mean i guess i can kind of see why it would be offensive but i don't know can you imagine getting so worked up about one of your beliefs worked up now
0: like catholics catholics have really stopped freaking out about this stuff i feel like like they don't even really care anymore like there was that uh Paul Verhoeven movie *Benedetta* that came out recently, and like there's like a Catholic group that gets mad, but like the Catholic Church wasn't like doing anything about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, it's like they don't care anymore. And like I can't help but think if *The Devils* came out today, the Catholic Church would be like,
1: whatever. Yeah, and that's what like bo- like I can't for the life of me. I mean, I'm sure because W, you know, Warner Brothers is that's part of Discovery now, right? The David Zaslav. Mm-hmm. Fucking, true truly fucking the most monster evil man in yeah Hollywood. fucking yeah
0: yeah awful well i just think it's crazy there's like all these movies that are like done yeah and they're just not gonna release them
1: and it's like it's the most what? cynical fucking thing ever it's awful i don't know what we're gonna do case i don't know what we're gonna do but uh oh you want me to have an answer yeah, I, want- <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have anything. but i just don't understand why warner brothers i mean i guess that's it's all a money game it's all a numbers game but I don't, I can't imagine this would cause any sort of frenzy if they were to put this together and give us a nice little physical treat for us yes. to take home on our goodie bags.
0: They're, uh, they do you know the comedian Joel Kim Booster? No, I don't think so. He's funny. Okay. But. He got picked up by The Hollywood Reporter because he was, like, said in some interview, and he's like, doesn't it make more sense for AI to replace the executives and not the artists? I think they should be replaced by AI. And it got picked up by The Hollywood Reporter, and he was, like, like quote-tweeting it, and he's like, oh, fuck. I'm never going to have a job ever again. But I agree. It's like that – they would be better suited for that, like – there was some other comedian that was like, "Should not AI be like replacing like machines and not like paintings and art? Yeah. Like
1: it's it, it's very bizarre. It's the priorities are so misaligned. It's like, oh cool, look look what we can tell AI to do, and like, okay, it, it generated a video of a cat wandering through a forest. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, I am so very can we afraid. like have it do my fucking job? <laughs> yeah,
0: I am afraid about like the lack of creativity. In general, with this young generation, all they care about is YouTube and TikTok. But I'm like, I don't really care if they're on YouTube and TikTok. But like none of that, a lot of that stuff is not even like art in any capacity. It's like Mr. Beast doing some weird (laughs) stunt. And I'm like, that's cool. But like they are prioritizing YouTube people like that over like movies. Yeah. And like, but they are two different things Entirely, it's like, do people not care about art?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I get it makes me sick. anxious about it sometimes, and sick about it sometimes. And other times, I'm like, well, there are all these things at other points before us, at other points in time before us that probably seemed equally apocalyptic, yeah. and things persisted. But that also, you can't be complacent. You can't be complacent. You
0: can't be complacent. There was this thing I remember hearing on NPR. They were like, you know, it's funny, you know, nowadays people are like, there's too much information. It's like, there's too much. People always say that. You yeah. Know? And they were saying, when the printing press came out, people were saying the same thing. Yeah. That like, man's not meant to know this many words. <laughs> like, and so you do have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, everyone's having these freak outs about the young. And, and there's like, there's this like Twitter guy that like puts together all these articles that it's like, <laughs> throughout history, people complaining that the new younger generation is weak. And it goes back like, newspapers hundreds of years it's like this new generation is soft like that's like a continuous thing over and over and over
1: again so I know I always I never I don't want to fall into that trap you know even though we kind of did a little bit but
0: I did well now that I have a a child I'm going
1: to be you're going to be what? Terrible (laughs) Uh, but yeah do you have anything else you want to say case or should we get to the the diagnostic
0: let's get to the fartsy test this is going to be a good one Alright, this is the Fartsy Test. This is the test used to determine the fresh, the fartiness of a movie. Wow, the the uh, autocorrect said freshness of a movie. And that is not <laughs> Ooh, what we're looking for. No. Let's just correct that. That <laughs> like would Google be rotten Talk, tomatoes. Certainly. Okay, this test is used to determine the fartsiness of a movie, which is our scale that gauges how impenetrable, unapproachable, and generally our two-fartsy movie is. We continually add and subtract from this list. It's a living document, much like the Constitution, but way more important. Disorienting editing
1: choices. Mmm not really. Not necessarily in the sense of the question, I feel like. No, I think in the sp
0: of the question there isn't
1: Right? Not it's really. To... There's, you know, the, the quick cuts at times in certain sequences, but it's but that's more to indicate sort of the pace of the action, I feel like.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, I was gonna read you something about uh there's a section, uh, a huge section of Oliver Reed's Wikipedia. About his various misdeeds. Alcoholism. (laughs) He was known for his binge drinking. Numerous anecdotes exist, such as Reed and 36 friends drinking in one evening 60 gallons of beer, 32 bottles of scotch, 17 bottles of gin, four crates of wine, and a bottle of baby sham. How many friends? 32. Jesus Christ. No, yeah, 36, excuse me. He revised the story, claiming that he drank 106 pints of beer on a two-day binge before marrying Josephine Burge.
1: Uh, <laughs> how is that possible? How can you even, like... I'm Well, he full died when after. he was, like, in his 60s. Yeah. Gladiator, I think, was his last movie. And he didn't look good in Gladiator.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... He like, likes- that doesn't even,
1: like... I get full after... I mean, he was probably... He probably wasn't drinking hazy, hazy IPAs. But I get full after... Three. Yeah, <laughs> Imagine Oliver Reed pulling up to the bottle share looking for like <laughs> barrel-aged stouts. <laughs> Are you reading anything else there? Apparently,
0: his- yeah, I'm sorry. Reed was interviewed by Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show. Shelly Winters, angered by derogatory comments Reed made about feminists and wib- women's liberation, poured a cup of whiskey over his head on camera.
1: Okay. Well, Go Shelly. I got to see that video. I wonder if it's out there circulating.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Anyways, sorry. Uh, where were we? Okay. Inappropriately long gazing. I feel like yes. Yeah. The, because the I nun. feel like the nuns are like they're like foaming at the mouth. They think he's like the hot. It's so funny. I love when like movies are so efficient with stuff like this they're like oh i want to fuck him Ooh, ah! like immediately and it's like okay we have established that people are horny yes. for him
1: it's in like the first few minutes like he just did a eulogy for the governor of the of the town or city or whatever yes. and all the nuns are angling to get a look at him coming by and they're just like well, yeah, like you yeah said, there's frothing. like one
0: window and they're like ah, ah. <laughs> is there suicide yes yes
1: Although uh, Sister she's not Jean successful, but...
0: Unsuccessful, yeah. but she but attempts yes. suicide. Does someone masturbate? Is there a, mo- a penis in this movie? <laughs> yes and yes! yes. <laughs> Sister Jean masturbates with a femur bone of the burnt-up corpse. And it's also implied
1: that the, the little Columbia. Murray Melvin guy uh, masturbates during the Rape of Christ. It's not yes. super graphic, yes. but he's kind of making the motion and the, the, the facial expressions that...
0: Oh, and I guess some of the women are, like, jerking off candles and stuff in there. Yeah,
1: and I guess, I mean, since Christ is inanimate in this case, they're using him to masturbate, so... Sure, that's true, yeah. that's true. So lots of masturbation, so there's some And there's penis. penis,
0: there's some naked men yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, Are there topics, images, or behaviors that go beyond what would be considered acceptable in a mainstream film? I would say yes. Yes. See the section on the rape of Christ. Uh, And the femur bone masturbation. And the femur bone masturbation. Can Peanut start watching this movie after 8 p.m. without falling asleep? Are Hunchbacks still around? That seemed like such a common thing.
1: (laughs) Uh, In in literature and movies. They did seem common. I wonder if it had to do with like... With like uh, diet or inbreeding or, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it was like chromosomal and maybe it's been bred out. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like an evolution sort of thing. Because in one of the Ingmar Bergman movies I watched, I believe it was called A Boat to India. A Ship Bound for India, the main character, is a hunchback.
1: I bet bet it had to do with probably... uh, poor health especially during pregnancy so you probably had like some... and
0: maybe they can just fix it now too because like are club foots things anymore that was like another club feeder thing was...
1: club feet still happen okay yeah
0: i'm thinking of what's that book
1: uh of human bondage oh yes he's the
0: main character has a club
1: foot. yeah and doesn't simon birch have a club foot I'll have to revisit that film. Haven't seen that one in a
0: while. That yeah. movie's too sad.
1: It is sad, but also kind of funny that he kills his friend's mom with a baseball.
0: That's outrageous. <laughs> I hated that scene. I was like, can nothing go right in this? I know, we
1: <laughs> And oh, he's like, man. oh
0: god, I don't even want to
1: get into, into that. Is there ever uh, a movie like? Were there movies that? Um, I won't let us derail this too much, so we can wrap up. But uh, were there movies that you? We've probably talked about this before on the show, but were there movies that? you thought were great as a kid and you don't even now you kind of don't really understand why they were panned like for, for example here's one for me and maybe if I, I saw, saw it something. again maybe if I saw it again my mind would change but when I was like in middle school I saw pay it forward with Kevin Spacey and Helen Hunt <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was the most powerful movie ever. <laughs> I saw that movie too late and I
0: was like "Ooh, this is bad is it, is yeah. it bad
1: I mean, I read the script I mean, I read like it's the bad. Wikipedia and I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of bad, but it was still There's so many movies that I was like so moved by.
0: It. I I mean I really like Hook. And people hate that movie. They think it's so bad. And I'm like, I this like is Hook, incredible. but I can see how it's I, I can't see. That's the problem. i like, can't I can't see. see. I can't see how it's bad. And I understand that is a I, I, apparently, that's true of Hocus Focus too. Like People are like, this movie sucks. I think but Hocus Focus see- sucks. Oh, see, Hook I can't I do like. see it. I can't see it. I think it's incredible. I don't know how... No, know- What are some like good movies where I'm like, whoa.
1: Also, this is another what? really random one. Uh, did you ever see K-Pax with <laughs> Kevin? Yeah, I was thinking of K-Pax <laughs> when you said pay it forward. I didn't see... Capex. Oh, like one
0: Bicentennial Man oh, with Robin Williams. Oh, that's a great
1: example. Excellent example. That's exactly the one.
0: In the movie I'm theater, I'm crying. I'm like,
1: like this is what a movie should is. be.
0: Oh, What Dreams May Come, another Robin Williams movie that's really bad. I actually have not seen
1: What Dreams May Come. It's. Not I remember weird. seeing the poster at Blockbuster, but I never saw the movie. Uh,
0: they were moving, but it's like, as a kid, I'm trying to think – I.
1: It's kind of like where you're starting to become. You're thinking about what an adult would like. Kind of. You're seeing like a movie is not yeah. just like fart jokes and and animals well, and cartoons.
0: I remember seeing, and I'm not. I'm not making a joke here. I remember seeing Space Jam, and I'm. I remember just kind of having sort of an intellectual thought, and then like that movie was so good, but I feel like that type of movie wouldn't win the academy award for best picture but i don't know why you were kind of doing this exercise as a kid yeah i was kind of like but why wouldn't it though it was so good space jam is kind of another one where i'm like i know it's bad but i can't see it as bad
1: oh my god that's really funny i wonder if there's a Letterbox list out there of these kinds of yeah movies i'm gonna do some research after this maybe we should make one
0: i bring i bring up film critic alonzo de because he rails upon this all the time and he's like the movie's not good you were nine like that's like his big thing and i'm like you're not wrong
1: yeah you're not wrong but uh there's something to be said for it yes can
0: peanut start watching this movie after 8pm without falling asleep
1: Yes, I yeah. kind of surprised cuz I'm not feeling very well and uh, started it last night at like 9, like right at 9. Uh and no, later than that, like 9:30 actually. And uh did not fall asleep. I actually fully expected Great. to fall asleep and have to get up early to finish it, but I watched the whole thing all the way through. It's very it is very compelling. Yeah.
0: That's why and, it, and the next question is there an inordinate amount of milling about so much so this could be retitled We're the Millers? No, there's not, not really, I don't no. think so. It's pretty it clips along.
1: Yeah, it really does. There's not any like sequence that feels like it's too long where it's it's lingering too much. It's really going from uh one plot point to the next. Yep. So, yeah. Ludon. Ludon. Uh,
0: poster titillation level?
1: Gosh, there's so many. I don't even know what the theatrical Yeah, I don't know. Let's let's I
0: think I don't honestly not that high because I think I've seen I think I've seen the poster and I was kind of like, well, I don't know if I want to
1: see that. Oh, I know this I, poster. I think it's pretty cool. Hell will hold no surprises for them. That's pretty cool. Medium line. One
0: consolation. Hell will, what is it? Yeah, hold no surprises. Oh, yeah, for hell me. will
1: hold no surprises for you. The Baron. Asshole Baron. Oliver Reed.
0: The haircut that Oliver Reed has in this movie is how every boy I went to high school with had his hair. <laughs> Including me.
1: <laughs> were you allowed to have hair. long hair in your high school?
0: Oh, yeah, we were. That's wild.
1: Our high school was so... I told you about when the teacher cut my hair one time.
0: <gasps> I didn't hear that. Tell me I that. Didn't tell I didn't tell you know this. That. No. In retrospect, your there should have
1: rocks? been some litigation. Yeah. Uh, totally. A eighth grade teacher's name is Mr. Black. Rick Black. The guy was such an asshole. And I oh hope... He, there's no chance he's listening. But it, I, I feel so uninhibited saying about what a fucking prick this guy is is, was, uh, he would also, you know, we would pray before class and he would pray. He would say this too. He prayed with his eyes open so he could see who wasn't closing their eyes during prayer. This fucking guy, uh, he loved the civil war and during, he was the U S history teacher in eighth grade. And he would, he'd love to dress up like his little union in his union garb during the week that we would spend on the civil war anyways when i was a senior so like it it was the school that i went to was k through 12 i only went there seven through 12 and uh and so it's all kind of the the elementary school is off far away but the middle school and the high school are all kind of connected so i was walking by his classroom one time senior year and i had pretty long hair and he just summoned me over to his uh I mean, I guess I, I was a pretty like goody two shoe, so I wasn't about to say no and like walk away like I never got in trouble. I always played by the rules except yeah. for I guess my hair, and I walked over there and he took scissors and just lopped off a whole side of my hair and told me to turn around and just did the whole other side. That's
0: crazy' yeah,
1: it was bananas did you
0: have to wear uniforms? Yeah, we had to
1: wear uniforms, yeah. You didn't have to wear uniforms? We oh. did,
0: but yeah, men's hair was not a thing.
1: What about facial hair?
0: You could have facial yeah, hair. Yeah, facial and hair was all you could kinda... have to shave, too. That's crazy.
1: That's like a military high school. Yeah, it was fucking, it fucking sucked. Horrible. Yeah, guys. Rick Black. Fuck him.
0: Fuck him. All right, Patrick. <laughs> We've come to the end of the fartsy test. What score are you going to give it?
1: God, it it's not like... It, this is a tough one because it's not, like you said, it's not so low. It's not Cannibal Holocaust. It's not some of those... But it is pretty transgressive, and it is eight
0: point two. Oh, you're too low.
1: Okay, nine point two. Okay, I'm I'm gonna revise to eight point seven. I should have I should have just gone with my gut. That's okay. Eight point seven. Yeah, I mean
0: it is. This is an art house movie, but it was it
1: was you know it was not just distributed by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers like produced it. Like it was a. That is
0: so crazy. (laughs) A different time, certainly.
1: And it's weird, too, because did you read, too, on the Wikipedia? United Artists initially commissioned it, and then they saw the screenplay and were like, fuck no. But then Warner Brothers... No, and they...
0: Yeah, they went to Ken Russell and were like, oh, you should make a movie of this. And he's like, okay. (laughs) And they're like, oh, God, what did you do? But it's so odd, because it's based on a real thing, but...
1: And by, I mean, Aldous Huxley, I mean, he was a novelist, but he's not, like... The safest of novelists, you know, he's like he's a pretty incredible and out there sort of radical I, I, But thinker. I think this was a nonfiction book, right? Yeah, that he wrote <laughs> fascinating. fascinating. So yeah, you say nine point two, I'll go eight point seven. Okay, all right.
0: I go, I go high. You go low. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck, that's I really love. good. <laughs>
0: Um fantastic Patrick. There's so much more I want to say, but I have to get back to my child. I
1: know. And I haven't have you eaten dinner yet? Yes, oh, okay. I haven't eaten dinner yet. I made dinner. Oh, you did? What'd you make? I not made. to keep you too much longer, but
0: We are doing blue apron again. Oh nice.
1: That's it's probably helpful nice. for new parents.
0: Yes. And uh it was like a kale chicken sweet potato salad type of thing.
1: Mm. It was good. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. Tasty. All right. all right, Case.
0: That's us. Oh, my
1: God. This was great. It was great to see you. It's been so long. I'm so happy to it see has. you. It has. Thank you
0: for being accommodating. Of course. I'm surprised we didn't miss a month.
1: I know. I am very, I have to say, I want everyone out there to appreciate what Casey has done for all of us. Appreciate me. Appreciate Casey. Appreciate me. <laughs> I actually am very appreciative. I am. Oh. Uh surprised in a very good way and i would have totally understood yeah. if you had wanted to forego this month or any number of months not not you to got exceed to meet three little patience.
0: <laughs> you got to meet little patients yes, got to meet little patients her hair was, was extraordinary
1: i also got two uh fists up in the air uh which was she awesome did put too two fists up. <laughs> huge that's huge, huge. dude so
0: yeah uh fantastic well that's us we you can follow us uh patrick on twitter he's at patrick mallon i'm casey lee o'brien on all services on what are you on On letterboxd you're at pr mallon, PR mallon
1: yeah every there. once in a while i check to see if i've eclipsed you in letterboxd because for a long time i was ahead of you but you've been ahead of me for so long now i stopped checking but i checked recently and you're still ahead and it was really upsetting well so if anyone out there wants that, to, it's
0: all it's a numbers game. You got to watch more movies. No, that's not it. You could pick. It's oh, is it a clever game? No,
1: is I, that it? I, I, no cleverness. I don't know what the game I have more cleverness is. But than I think you? I log more. You don't know what the game is. <laughs> so I don't know what the I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the game. I thought you'd like
0: the holdovers more. I'm a little surprised. I did
1: like it. Oh God. This is-
0: i gotta talk to your cousins we i need to get on your with your cousins on a separate group chat that you are absolutely not that would honestly to.
1: kill me there there that would <laughs> it would be absolutely excruciating i could not
0: oh that
1: would be so i could not phenomenal. mentally handle that
0: morty look out for a text from me my man oh,
1: and if it would be called dad chat too because they're all dads Joe? now except for sam and sammy lawboy and and yeah, Jeffy, no sex, a boy.
0: Dad, you can just talk about dad stuff.
1: You wouldn't get it. Oh my God, you're a kid. I would fucking die! Don't you even dare!
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. That's us. We're the cinephile cuties signing off. Bye. Butters. 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 Butters.